0: Hello and a warm welcome back to the latest episode of the Wake Up London podcast. This is International Episode 2. We have the full conversation with the Hong Kong Sangha. You may remember that we had part of a conversation in the last International episode. In this one we'll hear from Gabriel, Hulf, Jamie, Fung, Jennifer and Rosalia about their experiences of finding Sangha in Hong Kong. We also have a conversation with Arlin the current international coordinator for Wake Up. We have some community announcements and a guided meditation by Wake Up London facilitator Jack. We also have music for you, two tracks, one from Ha Down, ends the show, and this by Naya. Naya is the work of Wake Up London, a Vedanta, and this song features on the new P-Sounds 3 album Listen out to the community announcements for more on that. This is Tender. Tender
1: was always the night And under its gracious gaze we'd run home The frost beat, the mud on our back Stumble and soar as we'd run home. Four feet just folly to lose. By gate as we'd run home, I loved you.
0: Thank you so much Vedanta for sharing your musical project Naya with us. So now to the first of our conversations in this episode. You may remember we had a conversation with two members of Wake Up Hong Kong in the previous international episode. That was part of a much longer conversation we had, which we're going to play out in its entirety this time. You're going to hear from Gabriel, from Hulf, from Jamie, Fung, Jennifer and Rosalia who met me around Christmas time to talk about life in the sangha. Hong Kong, a most wonderful and also troubled city in previous years. And these six friends have been instrumental in creating the wake-up refuge there. Actually
2: in 2007, um, Thai gave a retreat uh, for almost a thousand people. Um, Of course, including both um, the resident retreatants and also the day commuters. and I actually started joining it. And, and back then, there were already a few um, very young um, practitioners there already. They're, they're actually my elder sisters. They're still in Asanga, um, mm-hmm. being the facilitator. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did encourage me to uh, visit Plum de France uh, for the... Youth retreat in two thousand and eight. Yeah, okay. uh, for for me, I I first met uh, the sangha in two thousand and six when I was studying um, at university. Um, uh, our elder brother um, Thay Phat Kung, um gave a lunch talk while he was preparing for Thay's uh, teaching tour in Hong Kong. So. Uh, I'm actually very grateful for for uh, our um, elder brothers and sisters who who've been like um, they they've been putting their heart into the practice and they spend time to share the practice with people around um, mm. at university or also for um, um, the in the Buddhist community or also for the public as well so uh in 2008 uh i think it's july the f- the f-
3: uh,
2: in early july then in early july 2008 um wake up movement was announced and i think the video uh, of of assistant uh, he names announcement was there too, to online yeah and in 2010, we have a center in in Siam and then uh, one year later, we we are offered that uh, the, the brothers and sisters can um, teach in Lotus Pond Monastery. That Thai also called it as the Asian Institute of Applied Buddhism. And I think in 2010, uh, uh, we have, we're very grateful that we have uh, a lot of young brothers and sisters um, aged. Around twenty or thirty uh, supporting us um, young prat- practitioners. So um, so our wake up Hong Kong actually grew from two thousand eight and then gradually to two thousand ten, and more and more friends gathered uh, and joined the practice. Tour. Wonderful. Oh, thank you very so, much. Yeah,
0: it, it sounds like there's a real um there's quite a movement there in Hong Kong and in like in, intergenerational support. Yeah. Uh, and and so nice to have you. So, mm.
2: We we actually have regular monthly w- um, wake up day of mindfulness, mm. and we also organize yearly wake up retreat in January. Uh, it's actually the coldest time in Hong Kong. Yeah, I think many of us still remember how challenging it is to uh, wake up early in the morning. But uh, but. Uh, Anyways, we, we still enjoy a lot of warmth, uh, doing sitting meditation and enjoying uh, uh, Dhamma talk and lunch and activities. Uh, and we also organized three flash mobs or four flash I think we organized four four flash mobs in Hong Kong. Yeah,
4: maybe we can count. <laughs> yeah. Later on, we have one in Central.
2: Uh, the first one, one? one Kim Sa Sim Cho, we organized um, the second one when Thai was present, but Thai w- didn't join. But but uh, the other elder brothers and sisters and joined, and then we organized another one in Tin. We walked along the Shangwon River, and the last one was in Central. Yeah, yeah the we were- the harbour side.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's like yeah, lovely to hear about the start of things there. I was interested in knowing um, about how some of you. Discovered Plum Village in the first place, and I know Jamie um, could maybe share a little bit about how how you um, how you came to discover. Yeah, maybe Plum Village was first, or Thai, or wake up, or how, how did it how did it go for you?
5: <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Jamie bowing in. So the first time I discovered Thai was in my actually um university back in 2014, and there was a little room called Quiet Room. And it's full of sand decorations, but it never been used throughout the three years university. I mean, like from my experience. So I was always very curious whenever I passed by, I just looked into it and there's nothing happened there. And um, the last year of my graduation, I was super, super stressful. And there was a discussion between me and my parents, whether I should go back to mainland or I should go continue to study. Or I should find a job. So there's so much pressures back then. And I suffered from insomnia um a very long time. And I realized one day, one of my best friends, um, she told me there's some activity that could help you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like there in the in the quiet room, And I signed up without knowing anything about Palm Village. And I went there. Um, I experienced a full day of mindfulness mm. there and I realized that oh my goodness um it, it was it was really the first time that I was actually like watching Tai's video and the Dharma uh, Dharma talk. Um I just have a feeling I, I don't know why but it feels very strange he really knows me so well so that I'm no more lonely. I feel it's very strange because I never met him. He was talking about love. He was talking about true love um, and how it should be a healthy relationship. And also love is about freedom, something like this. And all of a sudden, I felt that uh, it really helped me to throw my energy and also to get some sleep since then. It was really, really magical. And then... After I graduated, I always tried to find ways to go back, but it was not easy because it happened on Saturday. And um, also happened to know because all the conditions was ready, was mature, and I went to Palm Village, Hong Kong the first time. Um, I still remember Gabby was doing translation then and always there very diligently. Um, So I truly described myself enjoying the fruit of all these good conditions um and i was so thankful that i have been able to continue to go back
0: he will hear you tell that story and see a smile on your face and i think the stress of yeah the stress of education is something a lot of wake upers can relate to and yeah that's that's so touching to hear thank you very very much um rosalia you also w- w- wanted to share a little bit about how you started
6: oh um... Yeah, my experience was a bit weird actually, and uh, it was around two thousand. I think end of two thousand fourteen, or yeah, end of two thousand fourteen. So basically, um, I was moving back to Hong Kong um, from France actually, and uh, and and everything was. It was like kind of like a life moment changing like a lot of aspect in my life uh is changing and um and i was i was a little bit lost and uh feels like everything i need to start again and um and suddenly when i was i think i was a little bit depressed when i when i came back to hong kong um and so one day i was just lying in my living room um trying to do some shifak ajvasana yoga just lying down and um and and then suddenly uh just a voice tell me oh you 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 need to do meditation Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and i i I'm actually raised up as a cat, like as well. But I just don't know why. Suddenly, I feel like I need to do meditation, and so I search online, and I search on Facebook. Um, I just type meditation, and suddenly, the wake up Hong Kong ad pops up.
0: I see Gabriel smiling there. That's probably <laughs> maybe Gabriel. You put that up? I don't know.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And remember, um actually uh, that was the monday night practice post um mm-hmm. because i search around like uh i see a couple of options on facebook If I type meditation and and i see oh wake up what is it and and it seems it's free and it's in prince edward it's very convenient it's in town um and i think i also saw the video of the fresh mall. i think it's quite interesting but i couldn't relate to buddhism i I was just so, uh, not even a beginner. Like I have no idea or any connection with Buddhism at that time, but I just feel like, oh, maybe I should try. And, and then I went to Prince Edward to the wake up Monday night practice. And that was my first time to join Plum Village activity. And it was a wake up uh, activity and, um, and to my surprise, when I went to um, the gathering at our the practice, uh, usually we started when in during a time when when we were having physical practice, we usually sit in circle and we started with singing, uh, singing meditation. I just join in, I just joined the circle. And when they start singing some village classical songs, like breathing in, breathing out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the happiness is here and now, and I just start crying. So I no And bad. it feels like, yeah, and it feels like a lot of stuff was mm. inside myself, like I was suffering. No,
3: that's and,
6: right. and it feels, I don't know what happened, but it feels safe. I think because it feels safe. That's why I a lot of stuff was letting out and let go. And, yeah, so it was kind of um, an expected experience. And I, and, and it also, the lyrics was so simple, but it's so profound. And it just gives you the answer, like, oh, you just need to breathe and stay in an the present moment and all the conditions what happened is already here and so it's kind of like a really a wake-up moment for myself <laughs> and yeah so so since then i stayed in the sangha and the sangha introduced me to Village, um to the monastic as well and it's only at that moment i realized oh actually it's a buddhist uh community okay. and right. then i know oh it's thai and so yeah, I I really uh, appreciate what Wake Up has done to me, mm. and um, yeah, because my first encountering with Plum Village, there's no monastic, mm. and it's only lay practitioner, and it's already feels so strong. Yeah. And, yeah. And and uh. Yeah, and I still when I whenever I feel like I'm a little bit lazy with my practice and. Or a little bit difficult in life, I I um, recall my first, um, experience with the practice, and it's it's very helpful actually. Yeah. Thank so, you.
0: Yeah. Thank that's, you. That's a lovely story. Wow, that's a very touching yeah. story. And that, yeah, that that sense of feeling safe, that's something I can definitely relate to.
1: Happiness is here and now I have drawn
0: to ask i know holf was interested in in saying a little bit about how he's about how it began for him and then i was going to come to Fung to talk about actually you've touched on it a bit there but what happens in the sessions but maybe holf do you want to share a little bit about, and thank you so much for the song by the way that was so beautiful I, I very much enjoyed that
4: thank you very much joe so um going back to my first encounter is actually from um Tai's article on the uh, Buddhist magazine in uh, Hong Kong. It was the first time I uh, read um, Tais' um, essays or articles, and that one was about mindful walking and mindful breathing. And that was so simple and it's it just oh oh practice can be that simple. I also joined um, one of the public talk uh by Thai when he visited hong kong um uh, for the tour uh yeah and, and yeah, that was also an amazing experience the first time i heard the chanting and and um tai gave a talk in person it's also about mindful breathing and walking if i remember well yeah and uh, going to 20, 2011 and I had a chance to go to um the uh, Lotus Pond Temple and uh, Lanta Island more frequently because of organizing a, a orientation activity for that uh, Buddhist program um, so um uh I went with uh, Gabriel several times w- uh to the temple when actually in 2011 it is the time um the Prom village Sangha start to um have a um, um was long-term um uh, uh site or temple to stay at so it's around May in 2011 and so I went to um Palm Village, uh, more often, um. But in like in the first first one year, I um wasn't really uh into the uh, practice. It was until um around Christmas time or two thousand and twelve. There was a wake up retreat, and um I really have um. Deeper taste of the Plum Village practice, going from day to night, have a sitting at very early morning, having a, um, a mindful eating three times a day, and then like walking meditation. And, and other than the practice, there are some fun activities uh, in, in 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 the afternoon. And, and we enjoy the noble silence, which um we just keep silence up like after nine or so. Yeah. And it is during that retreat I received uh the um five uh, mindfulness training, and it was in um yeah, late December 2012, which was uh, almost exactly 10 years ago. And yeah, so this is um my um early days um uh practicing in uh um with, with um Village uh, Hong Kong and the uh, Sangha members and yeah I I, I I I I did uh witness the the growth of uh the Sangha and more and more people are joining and uh we and then we have to like the Monday night practice in, in town in Prince Edward? Before it was five uh, Friday, right? Uh Gabriel? It's Friday? Or,
2: or we are all, all along is on basically, like Monday? Basically, when we uh, we tend to have Friday night practice with with everyone, but as but since uh, some of us would like to have our own group um so that you can communicate easier. So then we uh, started the Monday
4: one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, I, yeah. And then there's some, uh, sometimes I go to uh, Prince Edward for in-town practice and sometimes go to um, the, um, the Lotus Pond Temple, which is uh, in Lantau Island is usually uh, one and a half hour to two hour of uh, transportation uh, for us. Uh, wherever uh you're in Hong Kong so um yeah so it really takes some uh good commitment to, to go there every time uh but it is a very um nourishing uh experience every time we we're there. I remember uh when we um uh get off the Bus or the um what's called the the three hundred and sixty was well, the cable car yeah the cable car, um when walking on the way to the um temple um there's quite a this uh a, a path that is um like a lot of tourist attractions and things like that, but when we turn the corner and uh direct to the um temple out. On this or on that particular path I can feel the energy of calmness yeah and yeah tranquility um yeah on that way and it is so amazing yeah and then depending on the time you arrive you may be able to uh, hear the um sound of singing or they start uh, walking and it will be a very um peaceful, uh, experience and, and uh, good for recharging ourselves, um, with the, um, busy lives, uh, um, at work or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah that's what I would like to share for now. Yeah. Maybe when I think of some, uh, something else or anyone do, um, yeah, we may have uh, something to add yeah
0: you know that's that's a really lovely thing to reflect on thank you Holf. um fung i wonder um you if you would talk a little bit about what happened in the sessions you said that you you wanted to share about that and thank you thank you for the meditation to start with too yeah.
7: so yeah thank you for asking this question um so for the formal practices like, uh, me- as mentioned uh, by Hoff, we usually have a day of mindfulness every Sun on every Sunday in the temple. So we be- uh, begin the day with um uh, singing meditation, and also followed by walking around the Ngampeng village. Um, and that is some uh, nourishing moments for me. Mm. Um, and and then that would be um. Sometimes there is a dharma talk, and then uh, in the afternoon we have a mindful lunch together, and followed by the total relaxation, uh, guided by the monastics, um, and then there will be some uh, maybe dharma discussion, or sometimes we have a uh, hiking sessions uh, with the wake up group, and um, it's uh, to me it's quite fortunate to be in such a. Close proximity to the uh, monastic sangha that we can um, interact with each other uh, easily, and uh, so this is one of the formal practices in the uh, day of days of mindfulness. And then we especially enjoy the uh, vegetarian lunch uh, prepared by the monastic themselves, and with a lot of mindfulness inside. It's good to have a Sangha with wholesome friends together to develop mindfulness. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bung. And and I want to bring um I'd like to bring Jennifer in here as well. Um as one of the questions was 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 about how it's affected your life and you had something to share on that on that Jennifer.
8: Having the wake up group and having the Sangha around are just such a wonderful support group around me that and we are very i think a lot of us became close friends as well and we have the same value uh we have the same way of practice we have the same way that we would like to um, take care of our body take care of the people around us and take care of the mother earth and yeah and I, i do think that on top of the practice having the people around i think it kind of like make our practice even stronger and we just remind each other in the whole journey um, for me I think my transformation I could say some examples um, in terms of firstly how I love myself Um, how I love myself in terms of like how what are the things that I eat Um, from the food itself I used to have I used to be like a lot fatter and I have like stressful eating habit how to say it? um yeah uh stressful eating tendency <laughs> um because like for example whenever i work in the office i will actually need to i, I think because we need to work and we force ourselves to work and uh, in order to force myself to focus then i'll keep on like chewing something mm. while i work and then I was, after practicing, I think I just realized this around last year, that my body actually feels really full. And last year was actually like around three years of practice for me, um, that I don't need to take all that food, but I was eating just because mm. I'm forcing myself to work. And this habit has been there since I was like in school. Just because I think in the Asian family, we need to like achieve in our education, or maybe like for career. Um I think like food um consumption is one thing. Um overall, um, for health, it's a lot better um, because I know how to rest, I know how to stop, I know how to take care of myself. Um, and in terms of um inner wound I think there were also a lot of healing um because I started to understand myself more um there are also numerous types of healing that were going on layer by layer um in terms of my relationship with my friends um with my parents especially mm-hmm. and even for like I think two years ago, I, I went through a breakup as well. Um, the friends around me were actually very supportive. Um, there were a lot of interesting self-discovery going on um, in which like um, a lot of the pain that I felt from some relationships are actually routing back again to some wound or trauma that might be inside of me and being able to have the practice with me and also having the sangha um, supporting and like just being there to like give advice or like really having the experience and like people that I can ask, um, I think was really helpful by itself. Um, And I guess another thing is, the beautiful thing about plum village is um the practice of nourishing the compassion that we all have um i guess from like what we do um like when we do the walking meditation or eating meditation um i do see some transformation within me um like I became more compassionate, I would say, um, because I chose to eat what is good for my body. I chose to eat what is less destructive mm-hmm. to the art. And yeah, I started to also take care of like um, how it will affect the people around me. And I would say that makes my life overall so much Happier, and I wasn't even questioning myself again, like, ah, am I, am I, sometimes I was also wondering, like, am I depressed? Or like, do I have enough? Or um, am I giving too much? Why don't I get back things? Like, I started to not have these kind of questions anymore, because it's like, oh, I know what I, I know that I have enough, and I know how to be happy. And this is good. Yeah. I guess I guess like maybe the other friends also might also can relate a lot to these, but yeah, I think that's what I would like to sum up. Thank, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, um, Jennifer, and thank you, Swung, as well. The very personal sharings, and I can see many um many smiles and and, and and nods when when all of you have been sharing. It's yeah, it's um I think I really get a sense that that you're there for each other and i think that's that's something that really moves me and has been my experience of being involved in, in wake up in england
6: thanks for the great work
0: okay well thank you too well i wish you a wonderful a wonderful day Maybe- thanks, joe. happy yeah. holiday thanks, thank you thanks joe uh,
8: bye. Wish bye. A holiday, yeah.
5: happy holiday bye. everyone bye, bye. Yeah.
0: Thank you, friends, in Hong Kong for your time. It was so lovely to speak to you. And thank you very much, Hulf, for the music as well. Let's have a sound of the bell, and then we'll move on to our next conversation in this episode. The International Wake Up Movement is possible because of the dedication of many of its members. Many of them while listening, and all in our own way, we keep this movement alive and flourishing. Essential to this in Europe is the post of Wake Up International Coordinator that's been held for some years now. We hear about that role, about the history of the role, and the current role holder, which is Arlind, who joins us from Sweden. So Alind, hi. So good to see you. And um yeah, thanks so much for your your time, being willing to spend some time with me talking about the really about I was I wanted to ask you mainly about your your role because you're the um working within Plum Village as the Wake Up International coordinator. So we'll get to that, but I thought maybe first if you'd like to introduce yourself and also talk about how you came to the practice, something I like to ask people to start conversations.
9: Yes, thank you, Joe. Um, thank you so much for inviting me <laughs> to speak about the wake-up coordination today. Um, my name is Alind. I'm from Berlin, from Germany. And I have, uh, yeah, had my first uh, little weekend retreat in, in Berlin um, many years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, yeah. And it was uh, was a really wonderful and nourishing weekend um i kind of yeah got into this weekend uh, because of my mom which was really nice she just signed me mm. up for it so um i felt like a really transformational felt like a really transformational weekend for me and mm. yeah ever since then i've been involved in the sangha in, in berlin at first and then um I moved to the UK, to Newcastle, and I've done sangha building there. And now I'm uh, currently based in in Sweden, in, in Malmö, in the south, very much in the south of Sweden, where I'm involved with uh, Wake Up Lund. Um, mm-hmm. But we have a very strong sangha presence in the south of Sweden, so that makes me really happy. Um, and yeah, maybe I, probably the last or four years i've been involved with the umf which is the european Ah, yeah the european wake-up ctc okay Mm -hmm. and kind of through that uh got um yeah into the wake-up coordination when annika stepped down Mm -hmm. it was a really yeah wonderful opportunity for me to continue um continue on with her work and and so i've been happy to to do that um, probably for um yeah just uh three quarters of a year now
0: okay Mm -hmm. you mentioned um you mentioned UMP there the the european ctc um which is caretaking council if anyone's listening and doesn't know the acronym um i wonder could you share a bit about your time in that role and what that organization does and then maybe say how that transitioned into what you do now.
9: Yes. So uh, OOMF is the Organism for Optimizing <laughs> Many People's Happiness.
0: <laughs> Can you just say that again? I think this is a lovely phrase.
9: Yeah. The, the <laughs> Organism for Optimizing Many People's Happiness. OOMF.
3: Mm. <laughs>
9: and uh, it's a group of European uh, Wake Up Ambassador friends and uh, some monastics were involved and we meet um once per month and yeah just uh try to um organize the ambassador retreats for example but we also organize uh every season we have an ambassador's call for wake up ambassadors that uh yeah, I just want to invite everyone who's listening now to to mm. who feels like they are a wake up ambassador, which means that they are facilitators in a sangha mm. somewhere in Europe. Uh, we invite you to join our uh, seasonal calls where we just have an opportunity for wake up ambassadors to really be nourished and and um, share with each other about sangha building. Um, because we kind of recognize that it's really um, a lot to give. And sometimes mm. it's also needed to receive a space and to mm. just kind of drop into the practice without having to worry about the f- facilitation aspects. So that's kind of our goal with these seasonal calls. And it's always really nice to meet friends from across Europe and mm. uh, just hear what the sanghas are up to. It's so inspiring and such a wonderful um space so i'm i feel really blessed uh to just yeah tap into that space every season <laughs> so right. yeah everyone is is invited um when
0: when's the next one
9: i think the next one is going to be in the autumn at some point i think okay. october but mm. i'm not sure but if you're on the ambassador's list you will receive the email uh-huh. if you're not on the list you can email me which is arlind at wakeup.org and I'll at wakeup.org.
0: On the list. <laughs> Wonderful. we'll add that to the show notes as well yeah yeah and um and then you said that you transitioned into that role so we had annika doing uh sorry transitioned into the role you have now um which was annika was doing that for a while and then you stepped into it what was that what is that and how does it what do your mm-hmm. days look like doing that work
9: um yeah, so that's the Wake Up Coordination, Wake Up International Coordination. So mm-hmm. mm, a lot of uh, yeah gratitude for, for the previous um, yeah. coordinators, maybe at this point to Hongan, mm-hmm. but also Annika and Jazz for mm-hmm. dedicating a lot of um, energy to growing the Wake Up International mm, over the years. And what Wake Up International does is that we mm, help with setting up um new sangha so if you want to start a wake up sangha somewhere uh, you can email us and we will help you with everything you need to get started so send you some resources we will also make sure that you have a wake up email um there's there's access to the base camp uh, which is the online kind of community forum Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah you you should also then be part of the ambassadors list Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah we just we're just there i think for questions so people can email us um with all sorts of questions and we try to help help out and um so it's a it's it's a really what i like about the role it's a really um good opportunity to be in touch with the sanghas across europe Uh, then we also have taking care of the sanghas in in the americas and currently we're we're both um supporting uh, asia and australia a little bit Mm. um and we also have uh, our friend gregoire who took over mainly the website and the social media Mm aspects so um, our website is uh, wakeup.org and um we have sharings on the website and um also invite friends from everywhere to submit their sharings and we're always, always sharing okay you know, we're always very happy to to publish um on the wakeup website and to hear about your sanghas and
0: ah.
9: so Gregoire was taking care of that um uh, yeah digital aspect very beautifully that, that uh,
0: sounds a bit like an open call there is that are you it is a bit of open call, yeah, yeah sure okay
9: if, if if anybody hears this and feels inspired to submit a sharing we we would very much like to yeah to publish to publish mm. uh, sangha sharings on the wake up website yeah
0: yeah i can imagine that feels yeah really rewarding that that um there might be, say, one person even that reads a book and then is like, I'd like to get a group together. And then they have somewhere to go to to then be encouraged by you and the, that your team there and to get something going. You have some interesting stories, maybe, or do you have a sense of how many sanghas you've helped get started?
9: Yes so now you're asking me about the numbers which I have I did not prepare before this (laughs) recording but there's hundreds of sanghas yeah uh, yeah, worldwide and uh, we have the sangha directory for all the wake up sanghas so you can kind of scroll down you can see where all the sanghas are and I just find it fascinating you know and and this summer actually my my project is going to be to email um, the sanghas and just see if 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 everyone's still active, how mm. the songs are doing. So I want to kind of actively check in a little bit. Um so that that's my my upcoming summer project yeah. <laughs> in August. Yeah. So maybe then I can give you a more <laughs> precise number.
0: <laughs> Thank you. No, no, that's all right. Yeah. I, I wonder, Alan, you, you mentioned earlier in the conversation about how you first came to the practice. Can I take you back to that first retreat that you had that yeah. your mom um set you up with? thanks mum that's great (laughs) Uh, yeah how 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 was that for you and how did that do you remember do you remember it
9: yeah it was um i'm trying to remember when it was maybe 2013 or something Mm. uh, maybe 10 years ago um in uh, berlin with sister jewel uh, Mm. and we just had a really nice yeah weekend of practice and playfulness and Mm. I remember, you know, yeah, just just different uh, games and songs. and it was really, um, yeah, something that touched me deeply to to feel like i'm I'm, uh, yeah, accepted in in that space, and I'm accepting the space at the same time. Okay. Mm. Um, and I feel like I just, yeah placed myself in there and felt really good <laughs> just, just that feeling of you know really being um present for for an entire long weekend and um yeah funny enough Annika actually told me many years later that she was also on that weekend so uh-huh. uh but we hadn't really made that connection uh mm. until just a few weeks back and um yeah I just felt inspired to continue my practice um also yeah with the support from my mother but also just uh, with the support from friends in in wake up berlin and i always really resonated with the wake up movement because i just turned 30 so i've been really involved with wake up most of my 20s and Mm. it's just such a good yeah space for growth And, and i've been really passionate about um holding that space also for friends in newcastle for a while
3: yeah 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 wonderful
0: and you're off to Plum Billy's quite soon
9: yes to the wake-up retreat what? so I, I don't know if this episode is coming out before the wake-up retreat but
7: uh... yeah I think
0: maybe maybe not <laughs> I'm not sure but it'll, it'll probably be listened to after the wake-up retreat as well
9: um, we will see yes yeah. I'm really looking forward to a week of friendship and yeah. Just, uh, yeah, meeting new friends, reconnecting uh, with myself and with old friends. And I think it yeah. will be a, a wonderful week. Yeah.
0: What can, if people do hear it before or after, what, what can they expect from the wake up retreat in Plum Village?
9: So I think um, probably the experiences are quite. Unique, maybe, but mm. for me, it's really about fun and friendship. I just love the, you know, the connection and just going with the flow and being really immersed in the practice. And um, it's a, it's just a, a fun time as well. I feel like just to sing and uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a week full of uh, I think. Full of change, you know. You have the deep sharings, but then you also mm. have fun, and you feel the lightness. And and I think hopefully we will have good weather in August.
0: Sure.
9: <laughs> yeah, so I'm very much excited.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it comes very, very much recommended by me as well. And it's uh, it's a it's a, if you're thinking about going next year, it's a good job to get in quite early, isn't it? Because it's become well, it's become very popular on the um, on the calendar for many wake uppers.
9: It was very, very sold out very fast. Actually, I left it slightly late, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so just to just to look, and I was hoping to be in a dorm, but that was already booked out. So I'm camping. So okay. I thought this will be fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, lovely, Arlene, Thank you so much. It's been really nice to, yeah, nice to chat with you. I just want to, uh, um yeah take a moment to thank you for all you're doing because it's it means as i said before i think it it means a lot it certainly meant a lot to me when i first came to to wake up that people who had been involved already were there just with a handout saying hey you know welcome this is kind of what's going on and very much inviting you into the space but also to then make it your own in in a sense as well like this is the what's happened so far and you're part of that story and i really feel that with what you're doing it's um inspiring the you know the next the next generation of wake upers to to continue this beautiful journey
9: thank you joe yeah yeah i think that's that's really what what you know you just really (laughs) described my feelings there it's about um the framework that can support you in in making the practice your own yeah 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 exactly yeah thank you so much for inviting me to talk about the wake up international coordination and hopefully we can inspire more friends to to get in touch with us so yeah even if you just want to say hi you can always email wake up oh. international
0: nice we'll make sure those um <laughs> those uh links and emails are available yeah thank you arlene
7: thanks joe take care bye, bye.
0: And so to our community announcements, we're going to hear here from Kasha from Plum Village UK comms about the Peace Sounds 3 album launch coming up in a month. We're going to hear again from Arlin with a request for submissions. You heard a little bit in the interview, Arlin's going to tell you how to do that. And we're going to finish up with me asking for some submissions for our next podcast.
6: Hi everyone! Just wanted to let you know about the Peace Sounds 3 album launch, which is gathering artists from in and around the Plum Village community and has 12 beautiful songs speaking for and about peace. The album will launch on the 9th of October and we will celebrate with the online listening party on a Sunday, 15th October from 7pm to 8.30pm and you will be able to hear some of the artists that are on the album and they will sing a few live songs for us. Um, You can pre-order the album now via peacesoundslabel.org or you can also go to Plum Village UK website and go to the events and look for the Peace of Sounds 3 album release party, you will be able to register there. Um, All proceeds will go towards supporting the Being Peace Practice Centre project. Thank you for being with us.
9: Hi everyone, it's Arlind again from Wake Up International. If you have any sharings for our website that you would like others to read, you can email them to info at that's W-K-U-P, and we would be so happy to publish them on the Wake Up website. Thank you so much, and smiles from Sweden.
0: plan for the next episode of the wake up london podcast is to make an episode about the international wake up retreat that happened recently in plum village so if you went it would be wonderful to hear from you you can get in touch and i can tell you more about making a sharing and featuring in the next episode of the podcast we now have a chance to do some practice with wake up london facilitator jack thanks very much jack for your time with this
10: Dear friends, hello, it's Jack from Wake Up London, and I'm here to offer you a few moments of calm where we can stop our thinking and return to the present moment. So wherever you are right now, if you are on the tube or the bus on the way to work or you're out for a walk or you're sitting, just come to a sense of stillness and become aware of your breathing. And breathing in, know that you are breathing in. Breathing out, know that you are breathing out. In, out. Breathing in, becoming aware of your body. Breathing out, you may relax your body. Aware of body, relaxing body. breathing in becoming aware of thinking of whatever thoughts are passing through coming and going breathing out smiling to thoughts as they pass like clouds aware of thoughts smiling to thoughts Breathing in, notice how paying attention to thoughts may give rise to emotions. Breathing out, let go of all thinking, allowing the mind to be free. Aware of thoughts, letting go of thoughts. Breathing in, touching immense space inside, not being controlled by thinking. Breathing out, feeling free, smiling a smile of freedom. Immense space, smiling and free. Breathing in, dwelling deeply in the present moment, breathing out, knowing that this is a wonderful moment, present moment, wonderful moment. Dear friends, you may like to slowly open your eyes, stretch your legs. Thank you for joining me. I hope you were able to touch some sense of immense space inside. A lotus for you all.
0: Well, it's been so nice to be with you again. Thanks for listening if you're interested in being involved in the podcast in any way we'd love to hear from you you can go to wakeuplondon.org forward slash podcast and send us a note you can also find a donation button there the podcast is possible because of the dana or generosity from the listeners and if you would like to make a contribution you can do so from one pound to whatever you want to give is really appreciated and we'll leave you this week with another song from the forthcoming Peace Sounds 3 album. This is How Sweet Sweet from Wake Up London, A Hard Down. To listen to more Peace Sounds albums, to listen to Ha's music and also Naya, you can find links in the show notes. Take care.